without diluting equity or asking for more money, they can build 200 units in back or maybe put some boats. That's going to raise probably double the value of the property. So I would say if you can split your money from debt today and equity tomorrow and the same property, do it. Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money. And also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com. And in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the best ever conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. And we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of the fluffy stuff with us today. Dan Krasinowski. How you doing, Dan? Great, Joe. Thanks for having me. Well, my pleasure and looking forward to our conversation a little bit about Dan. He's an active real estate investor and fundraiser. He's the executive vice president at Rocket Dollar. He invests in self-storage, multifamily, and hard money residential loans. He's based in Austin, Texas. So with that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Absolutely. So quick background, originally just a guy from coal country, Northeast Scranton, Pennsylvania, and rode the wave probably as a lot of folks out here did the good school, the corporate thing with Merrill Lynch and GE for a few years. And about a decade or so ago, I realized working and going nine to five for 40 years was not the way for success or happiness. So A few long stories short, I ended up learning about the self-directed space, tapping into a glut of 401k dollars that I'm sure a lot of folks do have from a past career or life and really making, I'd say, a very broad life for myself and my family here in Austin, Texas, from everything from real estate to fintech, real estate tech, and just kind of in the broad community building also. So your website's Rocket Capital, but you're the vice president of Rocket Dollars. Same thing? That's probably a typo in there. Typo in RN. Okay. Rocket Capital? It's actually Rocket Dollar. Okay. Got it. And what we do is we empower individuals, so anybody here on the show, to tap into their retirement dollars to invest in private assets such as real estate. Another thing these accounts also do is for folks that are self-employed, so for any of the realtors, the 1099 folks, you can actually defer up to $62,000 a year, times that by two if you're married, to have a portfolio of, frankly, real estate backed by your retirement dollars. And we do it all at a very simple, flat $15 a month, a la Netflix. Cool. So you're a self-directed IRA custodian. Not exactly. It's different. Listen, we've personally have had these accounts and I've raised X millions of dollars for some of the asset classes you touched on before. Where we differ on the rocket dollar side is in, I'd say, two main arenas. The first is that we're not a custodian. We have partners, but what we found is that probably for a lot of the listeners out here, time and money are your two most valuable assets. Mm-hmm. So our products are checkbook control SDIRAs. So what this means is that, Joe, like saying the next deal, if you're taking friends and family money, you just want to receive a check. You know these people, they know you, they like what you invest in. 
it really doesn't make sense for you or them to be on the phone with some random third party just filling out their paperwork for them mm -hmm. just to give you their money. So we've completely eliminated the friction within our SDIRA product. And then secondly, where I think the custodial world really doesn't play into is on the solo 401k side, also known as the individual 401k. And this is for anybody that is self-employed, where, as I referenced before, the much higher contribution. So what we wanted to do, being that less than 1% of, I'd even say, white collar America or folks with six figures out there, six figure annual income are still completely unaware that the self-directed world exists. So outside of folks getting bogged down in the technicalities, as we call it the weird, we really want to promote the wonderful, just these quick, easy to use, checkbook controlled, self-directed accounts that could go towards either direct properties or syndicates. So if you can put yourself in the shoes of a self-directed or a founder of a custodian's company, what would they say the disadvantages are of a checkbook IRA? This is a great question. I sat on many panels where this was a fair question that collectively we wanted to discuss. And I think there's two, well, there's multiple types of personas, but I think when it comes to investing, you can target two of them. I'd say one is folks like you or I that are going to do our diligence. We're going to make a decision and go forward. So we just want to write that check and move on to what's next. If my mother was in this space, she probably would not mind being on the phone for an hour asking what self-dealing is 10 times over and kind of going through the process of filling out that form, kind of a la 20th century, going into the bank having that super comfort that, okay, now I'm moving stuff from A to B, which is fine. For some folks, that's the level of, I think, security they want, but not as much security, but just how they want to operate. Mm -hmm. But what we're finding now for a lot of folks, the best analogy I can give is for people familiar with the health savings account, the government says, great, you need surgery, wonderful. If you go for a manicure, pedicure, you're below board. <laughs> Same deal here. The big rule here in the self-directed world is so as long as you don't self-serve basically for mm -hmm. yourself or your linear family, everything else is in play. Okay. Will you elaborate more on your business model? I'm kind of clear on it, but still a little fuzzy on how you make money and what it is that Rocket Dollar does. Sure. My guess is there's a few sets of folks listening today. So first, just for us as individuals and some that may be familiar with the SDIRA space before, what we've done I call it the Netflix model. So what we've done, which is very different than signing up and having two pages of fees and everything else, ours is very simple. It's a one-time upfront $360, and this takes care of the administrative cost to set up, and then it's a flat $15. And this is regardless of asset size or number of transactions. So in very good faith, whether you have a million, 100K, or even 10,000, I feel if this is the account that you feel is good for you, for your diversification, then it's something that you should engage in. And what we've seen, I've had some pilots retiring with a million dollars. They want to buy five places in the Caymans. Our average account generally is in the 100,000 range, meaning the first tranche that comes over. This is a perfect amount, as you know, for say a multifamily syndicate. And then finally, folks that are just really dipping their feet in the water, maybe through crowdfunding or otherwise, I put in 10 or 25K. Either way, it's still a flat $15 a month. And there's also no asset under management. So a lot of the traditional, I'd say custodian fees and what folks are used to in kind of hedge fund land are just typical mutual fund asset under management. We've completely eliminated that. Now, the other side of the coin is for folks raising money, it doesn't cost you anything. And in addition to that, our engagement is going to be in your natural marketing. So what do I mean by that? Let's say somebody out here, or one of the folks that we may have met at a Michael Blanc show or, you know, maybe your show in February, first time syndicator raising a few hundred thousand. 
he or she is probably naturally going to send an email blast to their hundred closest colleagues to say, Hey, I have a great yep. deal. Are you interested? All we provide is a very simple paragraph that copy paste to say, Hey folks, in addition, you can use your retirement. So as we term it six figures in six minutes, if you have a hundred people that are going to read your email, you're probably going to get a few folks that are going to sign up and invest. And then from there, much like you, we host a podcast, Rocket Your Dollar webinars. I speak at a lot of shows, et cetera. So we incorporate you, meaning collectively the syndicator, the deal raiser into our actual marketing platform. And although we do not directly advise, we do, I think, share what we feel is the world of 21st century diversification. I believe self-directed IRA custodians can't push a particular investment are you able to push a particular investment? No, we cannot and we do not. Because what we do, especially now, if, as you get into the fourth quarter with the solo 401k, little known technicality is that to benefit from this, say, deferring $56,000 off your 1099 earnings, mm-hmm. you need to open the solo 401k in the same calendar year. So the, we expect we get very busy in the fourth quarter every year where your consultants, your self-employed, your realtors, folks that have a side gig are opening these accounts. Now with that, as I said, we're just pushing for the simplicity the, to move to the checkbook control ASAP. So with that, a lot of them ask, wow, you know, Dan, this is great. I want to lower my tax burden. What do I invest in? How, how do I approach this theme of 21st century diversification? So what we do is we would list a broad offering. Some of our friends like Matt Faircloth, others, we probably have well close to three to 500, I'd say, partners at this point in real estate alone. So we give a sampling of the types of offerings that are out there, but no more than just a brief one-line introduction to the company. We do not get to the deal level, nor are we taking points, nor do we claim that we're matchmaking. Cool. And by you partnering up, I don't know if partnering up is the right word, but by you being associated with those particular real estate investors, it benefits you and your business because then you can bring more people into the checkbook control self-directed IRAs that your company offers. Yeah, that's right. Part of this is much like you, I think with the success you've had, there's in a certain stage of your life, it's, it's part of a mission. And I would say myself and the founding team, we've had tremendous success having these accounts personally for the past decade and also raising millions for our endeavors. So we realize folks come from different walks of life, different assets, but at the very least, we just want to make folks aware, both as individuals and then folks that are raising money. Because when you take a step back, just on the IRA side alone, there's $10 trillion out there. And it's a comically huge number. It's the only number mm-hmm. I know that can go in the ring with our national debt, but only a hundred billion are in these SDIRA accounts. And you know, you're 10 at trillion this, compared to a hundred billion. Yeah. You're looking at 1% and these have been around since the seventies. So who has these? Well, I'd say a few, this is a pretty astute crowd here. So some of our colleagues probably have these accounts. The PayPal Mafia, they actually did them for a Roth. So their dollar in is probably 10,000 X on the back end. And the most famous example is Mitt Romney when he was running yeah. for president. They're like, hey, Mitt, I thought I can put 4,000 at the time into my Roth. I heard you had yep. a million and Mitt shrugs. And then of course the journal gives the real number. It was actually 102 million, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Mitt's not paying on the back end. So politics way aside, but I'd say at least if you have a hunch on something, be like Mitt and pay on that little seed, not the forest. Mm-hmm. 10 trillion in retirement accounts and 1 billion in self-directed accounts. It's 10 trillion in the IRA. So this think of okay. in layman's terms, this is your old 401k. So the first, second job you worked at. And then in SD IRAs, it's the 100 billion. And then separate from this, I would say two things. There's also where most folks are working at currently, 
you cannot touch that money till you're 59 and a half. Let's round up 60 years old. Some estimates say when you look at all the accounts that can't yet be rolled over without penalty or fee, but are out there, and this range is also for military, TSPs, etc., it can be as high as 30 mm-hmm. trillion. And then separately, you also have X million, and depending on how you want to source this, 20 to 50 million self-employed individuals that have the option to invest in a solo 401k. So I think in terms of just awareness alone, it's the tip of the iceberg. So where we're excited at Rocket Dollar, and to your earlier question where we differ, we're a fintech company, we're a real estate company. This was verified. We were at a Money 2020, probably the top fintech show in the world last year. And out of, I think, 800 early stage companies, we came in second. We're actually in first place and Shaquille O'Neal swatted us down to second. But I would say the VCs and other folks in the space still deemed that this was a good model. And the main reason is that you got to think if you learned of maybe, say, an old stodgy sort of model many years ago, you may have opened one of these accounts for your personal purposes, but it's not something that going to share with your buddies and brag about on the golf course. Whereas my guess is here, even on this call, there's probably two or three folks that have signed up literally within five minutes and are in the process of checking the box to e-sign a few things to start moving their money over. So this is relatively revolutionary versus how I'd say the back office, the process has gone before. Somebody on this call might be excited. Maybe they're turning around investing with you or one of our other colleagues in the space. They're much more likely then to refer this out or maybe even talk about it on social media. I know a lot of folks have their, from an advisor to otherwise, kind of promoting their new strategy. So we're very happy to share the wealth in terms of folks taking credit of learning of this new opportunity. Let's talk about your investments. So you're a hard money lender on over 10 single family rentals, and you've got debt and equity on a commuter property in Washington. What is a commuter property in Washington? It's funny, I was in Seattle last week in Puyallup, which hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly for my friends in the Northwest. But what it is, it's your typical multifamily, but based on obviously Amazon is tremendously huge and folks from all walks of life are, are commuting in there daily. But as the trend is going to smaller, cleaner, better, or folks are becoming widowed, you name it, there's a group I've been investing with for a while out West and they consistently have paid an A share of 10%. And their view is, well, folks are going to commute in, folks are going to downsize, people want to be close to a commuting corridor, there's a lot of public transportation. And for folks that are really bullish on the investment, there's a B share where you're looking at probably a 16 to 22% IRR. So for me, just kind of looking at the demographics, and obviously knowing Amazon's probably not going anywhere tomorrow, this was for me a very easy and comfortable investment. When you lend as a hard money lender, what are the terms that you seek? Like anything, especially here, it's the person. Probably everybody had a school of hard knocks, real world MBA, and have a loss. Hopefully it was earlier in the career for a small dollar, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. as mine was. Uh, It's a lot, like anything, person, the track record. That said, stuff really hit the fan. I would much rather have a sub $200,000 property outside of the triangle in Raleigh, North Carolina, or close to a university than maybe something where Rust Belt, like where I grew up in Scranton, PA, that Mm -hmm. folks may be moving from. So My criteria is obviously the heavy diligence. And I recognize the days of double digit money, although there are some folks that are still offering, especially on the residential flip side. I still think 8% is very fair. And I have a gentleman and he hasn't missed a payment in 15 years. World-class guy, actually 15 years now. So I'm happy kind of going full circle. Why I like using my retirement dollars and having the checkbook control is he might say, hey, Dan, can you put another 10 or 15 in this deal or another tranche on a current property? For me, it's a no-brainer. 
that cut a check or wire money. And both he and I are not stuck filling out some paperwork for an hour. So for me, it's been nice to, instead of that little piece of your portfolio that's sitting in cash, uh, to keep my money in use kind of in this 8% plus range. And do you do any points at closing? No, I keep this real simple. Just for the ease and convenience, I do value time. This is what he's had. And he's pretty linear as the market changes. And if it becomes more fruitful for everybody, he'll go as high as 15%. As I said, at this stage in life, I'm not going to worry about something under 100 bips, particularly if it's going to be heavy negotiation with somebody I haven't met before. And And frankly, I still like multifamily because I still think you're getting in good faith. You are going to get the double digit returns just on the debt side alone, not to include the equity. So if I have a piece of cash, I'd rather put it in multifamily than residential. You're also an equity investor in five bars slash restaurants. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, this is uh, probably not as much for, uh, you know, the returns. Uh, (laughs) It started off a few months ago. It's cool to talk about, though. And I do mention this in all serious to some of the younger folks out there or folks with an interest. I would say in bar restaurants or anything, this is especially before crowdfunding. I'll, I'll touch on why I think crowdfunding is okay, but what is the in-kind benefit you're getting out of it? So any folks, I'd say any of our single friends are probably like you and I that don't have a little, little kids at home. Yeah. I got a kid. Likewise. So although he's born on St. Patrick's day, I don't have as many days in the bar as (laughs) I used to, but half price drinks for folks, especially that are entertaining and stuff or half price meals. And especially if you can put in as little, think like of a syndicate or a crowdfund of 500, a thousand, et cetera, you can almost make that back really quickly. And even with heavier plays now here in Austin space, even in the bloody hot August is at a premium. And maybe you save that 500 or $1,000 booking fee to get access to a room and the staff and everything else. So we, of course, did it for fun. We saw we were in a bar on Rainy Street on day one. We bought some dirt below a place in East Austin before. We have a restaurant that was highlighted in United Magazine three months, I think, after they launched. So I think we're doing stuff that said, from a margin perspective, it's such a tight. So I'd say keep it on the budget. But if you are looking for a return, I mean, there's more than a fair number of crowdfunding sites out there that pay off of top line revenue. So I think of the Steven Spielberg. I think the old ET analogy was that uh, I think he got a dollar off every top line ticket that came in before everybody else got their cut. So I'd say look for crowdfunding deals that do pay off of a super pref initial top line within the first year or two. What's the deal you've lost the most money on? Residential. Which one? uh, It was actually in Austin. It was on a hard money loan. I got creamed. I was paper rich for a little bit when, uh, you know, it's probably more my ego than anything else. And wow, look at all these fees and everything. And I get asked a lot, what's the one thing? And I'd say never, ever pretend to play lawyer. Maybe if you're from the state, you've done multiple deals and everything else that, but Texas is such a pro business friendly state yep. uh, to the nth degree. And growing up in the Northeast, I think there's a little bit different of a mindset of how things operate. And uh, here folks are nice. I love it in Texas. I love it in Austin, but there's still that pretty strict separation of church and state or whatever you want to call it on the business side. So I got crushed on something on paper that for all intents and purposes, if it was on autopilot, it probably just should have sold and got my return. But as I said, school of hard knocks. So uh, Mm -hmm. happy that this happened relatively early in my investing career. How much do you lose? I ended up getting back after some headaches, 70 cents on the dollar, but it was a five figure loss. Got it. And how'd you get back some of the money? I lawyered up like anything. You have to shift from talking personally to not. For those managers of a day job, the first time you kind of probably have to put somebody on a pip or fire or something. It's that same sort of logic. You really have to do that. And as I said, I I think some very, 
I think direct negotiation, reaching out to the other lien holders on this, which was some mixed results. So ultimately, I, I think it was the best. But as I said, I learned, I just say for any of Texas folks out here, and this may differ by state, but it's not chronological common sense. And I think other states' laws say, hey, as the money or the dates that things come in, this is going to be the natural lien. Outside of the first lien bank in Texas, it is a wild west. And there's other really crazy laws on like what the 20th day means versus the 21st, even though it might be the same day. There's just so much out there that <laughs> the second something sniffs bad, you better file. And there's different ways to do it. It was well worth the lawyer cost. I'll put it that way. So I had somebody in the space. Without him, I would have been toast. Based on your experience, what's your best real estate investing advice? ever? I call it A and B. Obviously, post diligence, get some yield on something now. Don't really wait for the development cycle if you can't. And then have an added bonus on the back end. So the best dollar and cents I could say for every self-storage deal I invest in, we're instantly cash flowing. I'm instantly getting paid dividends. And I know, let's just say a vanilla property has 500 units that without diluting equity or asking for more money, they can build 200 units in back or maybe put some boats that's going to raise probably double the value of the property. So I would say if you can split your money from debt today and equity tomorrow and the same property, do it. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's party. All right, let's do it. Let's party even better. I like that. You're the first person who said that. I'm with you on that. Let's party. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference, BEC20.com. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's dwellynn.com forward slash show. All right. Best ever party you've been to? Fish Concert 1998, Limestone, Maine. Oh, Awesome. What's the best ever book you've read? Rich Dad, Poor Dad in Spanish with my three-year-old bilingual son. Best ever deal you've done? Storage, baby. Head to toe, and we're still waiting to cash out. What's the best ever way you like to give back to the community? Hugh O'Brien Youth. It's a leadership seminar for high school sophomores. I've been involved for almost the past 25 years, and I feel hopefully impacted the lives directly of thousands of high school sophomores to empower them to enhance their leadership qualities. And how can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? Sure. Reach out to me directly. I won't share my last name. We'd be on for 10 minutes trying to spell it, but uh, <laughs> just Dan, D-A-N at rocketdollar.com. And then as a courtesy to everybody, folks that may choose to sign up as individuals, enter Fairless, of course, your last name, one nine for $100 off a Rocket Dollar account. Cool. And I have rocketdollar.com. I will get on to Grant for putting that incorrectly at the beginning of the show. I'll get on to him for you. Well, Dan, thank you for being on the show, talking about your business, talking about your personal investments and your philosophy. So really appreciate it. Hope you have a best ever day. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Joe. Take care. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's d w e 
L-L-Y-N-N dot com forward slash show. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference. BEC20.com.